Welcome to the final installment of the 39 Steps, presented by Kids Connection Shoreline Theatre Academy. We now return to the 39 Steps. When, they, when we last left Hane and Pamela, they were running for their lives through the highlands of Scotland. Well, they're still running. Here they come now. <laughs> please, please don't run so fast. You're hurting my wrist. I can't, I can't go any further. I've lost my shoe. <sighs> there are 20 million women on this island and I'm chained to you. All right, then. Fine, go and sit down for a minute. Have we lost those men? It is a uh, black as pitch on this moor. Uh, they'll never find us now. You know, this is all very silly. You can't escape. What chance have you got handcuffed to me? Hmm. Uh, keep that question for your husband if you got one. <laughs> oh, you give yourself up. To whom? To Scotland Yard. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, but it's a little impractical at the moment. Uh, I told you the truth on the train, and I'm telling it to you now. Uh, there's a dangerous conspiracy against this country, and I'm the only man who can stop it. Uh, they were taking us to their boss, and God help us if they ever catch us again. I see. You're still sticking to your penny dreadful spy story? All right, very well then. I'm just a plain commoner murderer who stabbed an innocent defenseless woman in Portland Palace, London. And I don't know how innocent you may be, but you're a woman, you're defenseless, and you're alone on a distant, desolate moor in the dark and manacled to a murderer who'd stop at nothing to get his hands off of you. You off his hands. If that's the situation you prefer, have at it. My lovely and welcome. Well, I'm not afraid of you. Why not? Well, you know, I may murder a woman in a week. So listen to a bit of advice. Do everything I tell you and do it quickly. You big bully. Choo! Losing tat. I like your pluck, but you keep a civil tongue in your head. Otherwise, I might feel my next killing a bit overdue. <laughs> All right, on your feet. Where are we going? I see some lights over that way. We'll do a little investigating. What kind of place do you think this is? Well, uh, I don't know. It looks slacking in. How... Remember to back me up on everything I say or do. Do you understand? Yes. All right, stay close to me and hold my hands. It'll hide the handcuff. Hanley begins to subconsciously whistle slash hums the Mr. Memory tune. Good evening. As the door opened, you could sense the innkeeper was not the warmest of hosts. Good evening. Welcome to King's Head Tavern, and what can I do for you and the lady? Uh, we had an accident with our car a few miles back. That's too bad now. You want to stay the night, I suppose? 
Uh, yes, we do. Will it be two separate rooms or one? Two separate rooms. Uh, one room, please. One. Well, which? One, thank you. One, and what's the name? Uh, Hawkins. Hawkinson. Uh, Henry Hawkinson and Mrs. Hawkinson. Well, come along, Mr. and Mrs. Hawkinson. The room is at the top of the landing. A nice place you have here. Thank you. Here's the room. Thank you very much. Well, good night to you. Oh, wait. Please. You mustn't go. What's the matter? Is there anything wrong? All right. Of course there's nothing wrong. Uh, she wants to tell you something, that's all. Uh, yes, I... Uh, you see, we're a couple... We're a runaway couple. Are you now? Uh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've been running all night. If uh, anyone cries for us, uh, you won't give us up, will you? <laughs> of course not. I was young myself once. Good night. <laughs> uh, good night. I'm sorry, Pamela. Of all the outrageous things, listen, you don't expect I'm going to spend a night in a room, like, in this room with you. Uh, personally, I don't see how you can help yourself. I didn't ask to come with you. And I didn't invite you, but here we are. Well, aren't you afraid the men will find us? I'm not thinking of that so much as a way to get out of these handcuffs. Oh, I have a nail file in my pocket. Maybe that'll help. Um, uh, that would be dandy. Uh... If you file 24 hours a day, 10 years from now we might be free. Ugh, imagine tied up for you f up to you for 10 years. Horrible thought. I've had enough of your insults. I'm going to tell the innkeeper the whole story. You want to hang me for a murder I didn't commit? As long as you hang, I don't care whether you committed it or not. What a bloodthirsty creature you are. Haven't you any pity? Nope. What are you trying to do now? I'm trying to file the handcuffs. Don't drag me in the wrists. I don't like it. I'm sorry. <sighs> You're going about it in a very amateurish fashion, anyway. Uh, I can see you know nothing about filing handcuffs. At least I'm trying to do something. <sighs> well, if you don't mind, I'm going to try and get some sleep. I haven't had a wink of it for 40 hours. Well, I'm not in the least bit tired. Uh, you don't mind if I stretch out in this chair, do you? Not at all. Thank you. Good night. Good night, but I don't see how you can sleep at all like a, at a time like this. Watch me. Sleep almost got the better of them, but the sounds of an unknown conscience. Listen, do you hear that? There's a car outside. It just drove up. It was your imagination. It was not my imagination. I heard a car. Well, all right, if you don't care. I don't care. I just don't care. <sighs> It's early the following morning. 
Richard Hannay stirs restlessly in the armchair, rubbing his sleepy eyes. Suddenly, he jumps up from the chair, staring down at the handcuffs, now dangling from his wrist. Pamela Stewart has freed herself and sits across the room. Good morning, Mr. Hawkins. Ah, how did you get free? Oh, very simple. A little work while you had your beauty sleep. I uh, suppose you filed the handcuffs. No, I picked the lock. I was trying to do the same for you, but the file broke. Mm. What's wrong with you? Why are you being so nice? Why don't you feel ill or anything, don't you? No, why would I? Why didn't you leave? You were very anxious last night, if I remember correctly. Well, something happened last night that convinced me that you've been telling the truth. When I got free, I went downstairs. That car you said I imagined belonged to the pursuers. They were sitting downstairs when I got there. What did you see? Did they see you? No, I hid behind the counter. They asked the innkeeper about us. She said she hadn't seen us. Then they ordered something to eat. And while they were eating, they talked a lot about, oh, about the 39 steps. The 39 steps? Don't ask me what it means because I don't know. But they said the professor was cleaning out the country. Uh, and he's got the secrets. Uh, did they say how soon he's leaving? No, but they did say that he was going to London to pick someone at the music hall. 39 steps, London Music Hall? Ah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, which room are these men in? Oh, they left about five, four or five hours ago. What? Let, let them go after hearing what they said? Four, five brushes hours wasted? Ah, oh, you buttonhead little idiot. Don't you speak to me like that. My dear girl, I am accused of murder, and the only way I can clear myself is to expose those spies. Then why don't you go to Scotland Yard? Oh, what's the use? You, you said so yourself. They wouldn't be believe me. Well then, why don't I go to Scotland Yard? Why not? They, they'd listen to you. Of course they would. Uh, come on, uh, we'll get the next train for London. And so the two set off on the next leg of their journey. You wish to order now, sir? Uh, no, thank you. I'm waiting for someone. I beg your pardon, sir, but your face looks familiar. Are you someone famous? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, bring me a bottle of ale, will you? Very good. Make that two, please. Yes, miss. Uh, Pamela, uh, sit down. Uh, what happened? Uh, did you go... To, uh, Scotland Yard? Yes, and prepare yourself for a shock. They've checked every possible channel, but the Air Ministry is positive that there are no papers that are missing that would be of any possible interest to spies. That's incredible. I sure? Well, that's exactly what they said. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. I think you've been tricked. Well, it certainly is very bewildering. Oh, I I'm sorry, Richard. Really, I am. Look, I, I think you'd better go now. 
Go away. Any place, leave the country. I'll help you. Oh, I know it sounds funny, but I somehow couldn't bear the thought of them catching you again. Oh, Pamela! I guess I just changed my mind about you, that's all. I suppose you're as vain as a peacock, and I couldn't stand for... I couldn't stand you for any length of time, but... You're something else. Well, you know, if I wasn't in this jam, I'd... What? Nothing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's that junior whistling? That silly one of yours must have picked it up. Wait, wait a minute, Pamela, you're brilliant. Me? What did I do? That, that, that tune, I remember it where... I remember where I heard it before, and, and I, I know where we have to go. Where? Yeah, follow me. Here are two seats, sir. First two in the aisle. Uh, thank you. Uh, sit down, Pamela. This is silly. The show's almost over. Be quiet. I'm just playing a hunch, that's all. Ladies and gentlemen, with your kind permission and attention, I now have the honor of presenting to you one of the most remarkable men in the world. I present Mr. Memory. Uh, Pamela, look. In that box, in the right of the stage, he's a tall man uh, sitting in front. It's the professor himself. Got to get out of here before they see you. No, no, sit down, listen. Every day he commits to memory 50 new facts, and he remembers them all. Facts from history, geography, from newspapers and scientific magazines. Millions and millions of them, down to the smallest detail. Test him, ladies and gentlemen. T ask him any question. I, I, Pamela, I've got it. I got it. What? Of course there's no missing papers. All the information's inside Mr. Memory's head. Don't you see? The details of the Amnesty secret were borrowed, memorized by this man, then replaced before anyone could find out. That's why the professor's here, to take Mr. Memory out of the country after the show. Old Smay Building. Where's Mississippi? Where's Miami? Pardon me, sir, but there are some gentlemen wanting to speak with you. Who? Uh, me? Are you Richard Hannah? Uh, well, I. You're under arrest. Wait, wait, officer, look, there's something you ought to know. Come along quietly. But that man on stage! Don't cause any trouble and don't spoil people's entertainment. Question, please. Do not hesitate. Wait a minute. Uh, Mr. Memory, what are the third nine steps? Come on, answer up. Uh, what are the third nine steps? The 39 steps is an organization of spies collecting information on behalf of the foreign office of... It's that man! Open the box and shot him! That, stop that man! Stop that man! Stop that man! Keep your seats, please. There's no need for alarm. No cause for alarm. Is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor?
I want to see Mr. Memory, please. Uh, where's his dressing room? Number five, but you can't go in now. I I'm afraid we have to, Detective. Uh, do you have a pencil and piece of paper? Yes. Uh, why don't you write everything down you hear? Now listen here, I don't know what this... Do as he tells you, please. I'm trying to prove the man who shot Mr. Memory is the same... Who is the same one who murdered the woman I'm accused of killing. What is it? Uh, we want to see Mr. Memory. Uh, how is he, Doctor? Pretty bad. Did they get the man who shot him? We got him, right? That's what this is all about? Uh, Mr. Memory, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Mr. Memory, uh, there's uh, something I'd like you to tell us, please. Yes? Uh, what was the secret formula uh, you were talking about? Would it be all right, me telling you, sir? It, it was a big job to learn it. The biggest job I've ever tackled. I, I don't want to throw it all away. Uh, are we quite all right? The first feature of new engine is its greatly increased ratio of compression, represented by R minus over R to the power of gamma, where R represents the radio of compression and gamma. Seen in end elevation, the axis of the two lines of cylinders, this device renders the engine completely silent. Uh, am I right, sir? Uh, quite right, old chap. Thank you, sir. Uh, th thank you. I'm glad it's off my mind at last. This way, please. We can pick up the police car on the corner. Police car? Uh, where are you taking us? To Scotland Yard, of course. Uh, Scotland Yard? But you can't do that. You heard what the man said. He didn't kill anybody. Easy now, easy. It'll be all right. All we want to do is put the story on the records. <sighs> oh, that's better. Nothing to worry about at all. He'll be a free man in an hour, Mrs. Hanny. Mrs. Hanny? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought... <laughs> Mrs. Hanny... <laughs> Ah, uh, that'd be just fine, that would. We were together for, uh, one day and we fought for 24 hours. <laughs> 20. You were asleep. Four hours. Uh, could you imagine be like, fight for breakfast, fight for lunch, <laughs> fight for dinner, one long, drawn-out battle for the next 34 years? Oh, 40 years? Do you think we could even keep it up that long? I mean, really? Well, we could try. You will be relieved to hear that Pamela and Hanny's story ended happily. They did not get married. And that concludes WBFR Playhouse of the Air's presentation of The 39 Steps, our offering for tonight. But I have not reached the end of my rope. Next week, you will hear from me again, without a shadow of a doubt. Put your suspicion to rest and join us each and every week for what I assure you will be something rich and strange that will leave you spellbound. Until next time, good evening.
Thank you for tuning in to the 39 Steps presented by Kids Connection Shoreline Theater Academy. For more information about current programming and upcoming shows, please visit kidsconnectionct.org.